reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with them. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed him. And from the cloud, a voice said, This is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, Tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Transfiguration. This great moment that we hear very early in Lent, every year, always on the second Sunday of Lent, this divine encounter between the apostles and Jesus Christ. Those early disciples called to follow the Lord, they follow him to the top of the mountain. Call to mind the mountain a number of weeks back. It's work. It's work to get to the top. It's work to climb that mountain. It's work to follow Jesus Christ. It requires our ongoing and continual dedication. It's going to hurt. It's going to require focus. It's going to require us to be strong and dedicated but it's worth the climb. Now what happens? The disciples climb the mountain with Jesus. Peter, James, John. They're up there. Just those four. And then Jesus is transfigured before them. His face shines like the sun. His clothes are dazzling white. They see this radical change in Jesus, this guy that that they knew so well. They knew him very, very well, a dear friend, their teacher, their leader, their Messiah. But they saw an even greater change. And so today, instead of focusing on that which was amazing in itself 
the Lord reveals his glorified self to his disciples. Let's take a moment to reflect on what that means for you, what that means for me. The fact is, God reveals himself to us. He has revealed himself to all of us. We would all agree on that. Whether it's a big encounter or a small encounter, very vivid or very vague, every human being, at least once in their life, has had an encounter with God, even if, even if they didn't know it. They encountered the greatness of God. What happens? First of all, it was so strong. He revealed himself so powerfully in such a transfigured and marvelous and glorious way. They could never forget it. What is some moment in your life that you could never forget? Some good, wholesome, holy, powerful moment in your life when you realize that there's more to life than this present moment. What was that moment? That was an encounter with God. That's something that you will never forget. That's something that you will never doubt. Second of all, this great light speaks of this brightness, this amazing light. Whenever that light hits you, it changes you. Just like somebody spending time in the sun, they get a tan a sunburn, their skin changes, the way they look changes. When we have those encounters with God, it changes us and people can tell the difference. Certainly, you've encountered somebody in your life that was different. It's because God spoke to them in a special way. He changed their life. He changed their appearance. He made them dazzling. The very encounter that you have had with God, that you'll never forget, that you'll never doubt, gives you a light so that you can shine in the lives of other people. It makes you different. It makes you unique. You don't make yourself unique. You don't make yourself different. You don't define yourself. God gives that to you. That makes you so beautifully unique. And then finally, at this transfiguration, Moses and Elijah were present. And from that, Jesus sends out the 12 apostles. So what do we take from that? There's a transition from the old to the new. But even beyond that, there's this aspect of carrying on and so for you and for me this week, the Lord challenges us to carry on the light that we have received. Without a doubt, God has transfigured himself before you. You have had an encounter with God, a moment in your life when you said, wow, that's amazing. Let me stop and take this in. That was an encounter with a transfigured God. With Jesus Christ and his glory, he, he shows himself to you in that moment. And what does that do? That, that changes you. 
so that you too are transfigured, that you shine. But you don't shine just for yourself. You shine to carry that light on to people who live and walk in darkness. That, brothers and sisters, that is the message of the transfiguration. That is the beauty of the transfigured Lord. God changes himself. He reveals himself. He transfigures himself before you so that you can experience his love in an undeniable way that changes the way you live so that you can go out and share that same love, that same life, that same light with people that you encounter. And he was transfigured before them and his face shone like the sun and his clothes became dazzling white. And he was transfigured before them and his face shone like the sun and his clothes became dazzling white. Brothers and sisters, God changes you so that through you, he can continue to shed his light on the world.